man, this was your weekend. If you're a rattler, man, look, this was your one because there's a whole lot of winning going on. So, whew, just excited. You know, baseball, basketball, even got some games. Woof. Y'all already know what's up, though. It's about to be phased up. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! And that might be the knockout punch. Oh, man. Greetings and salutations. Another episode of Fangs up here. And uh, if, you, if you can't tell, got a little gravel in the voice today, you know. Gotta get my, gotta get my tea going. But uh, did y'all notice? Man, if you hadn't seen, FAMU Athletics has been doing the freaking thing this weekend. Like, this has been one of those weekends where if you're a FAMU fan, you, you're pretty happy right now. Like, there's not a lot to complain about, like, Basketball team won, football team won, stole a recruit from, from I'm sorry, those other cats. Jackson State, it's, it's all for the games until FAMU starts getting some of these dubs and y'all know how we are. Like, it's just a fan base. Like, we say we brag different for a reason. This is part of it. So, uh, but welcome in. Y'all joining. Uh, so, y'all know we're going to jump in starting. I'll talk a little bit about this tennis team real quick. They took an L. They played Mercer, though, so, I mean, kind of is what it is. Uh, but got UNF coming up, so hopefully that's a game that you can get a win. That's in Jacksonville. Now, prime time. The Rattlers are in prime time all weekend on MOV Network, and it's another series win, quote-unquote. Like, I, I don't know how you want to pitch that, but for the weekend, we won two games, we lost one. I've, I've, I've gone on the record saying I'm okay with you know, 60%, whatever, 66.6, whatever. If you win two-thirds of your games as a baseball team, I'm pretty cool with that. So, and just, you know, kind of put that out there. Game one, we were able to beat Grambling 7-6. That's a good win. Uh, Grambling's a pretty good program. They give a flip about baseball a little bit. So, able to get that win. Nothing, Nothing to, you know, shaking that shake your leg at like it's a nice one it's a good game it's a comeback victory if you didn't watch uh i don't know if the replays on there but uh hey, what's up champ look look you gotta remind people the swag champions for baseball reside in tallahassee i just wanted to make sure i threw that out there uh so <laughs> then they came back took l to prairie view uh which i kind of like us playing these teams on the other side of the division i i want a little more of that I get why you may not do it just, you know, travel-wise and other things, but I, I kind of like that. That was pretty cool. Then flipped it over, and today, whoo, Southern. Oh, oh, oh. They, and they just released that. A molly whopping. What's up, little baby? So a molly whopping, and uh, it's a good day. Softball team, got a W. No real pictures from it. They, they put videos up, though, so they did have the videos on YouTube, but I didn't get to rip them, uh, not YouTube, Twitter, but the girls got some W's in softball. So 
so far, the kings and queens of swing on the hill had a good, solid weekend. And honestly, that's what you're asking for. Like one of the things we talked about with Coach Patterson was wins and losses, W's and L's. And we took a lot of L's. But look, you, you name, you're about to name the field after our greatest coach. And in doing so, you're able to get a nice victory over Southern. Also got it, you know, it's got some things going, man. So got a victory over Southern. The girls went two for one. Uh, they lost to Gremlin and they beat Alcorn. So they're going to come back home uh, next Saturday. So we'll talk about that. Open up against JU. So those teams out from, you know, East Florida up there in Jacksonville playing family pretty heavy right now. So, you know, good stuff. Good stuff. You know, uh, now basketball, look, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. These girls, these girls are carrying all my basketball dreams right now. And they did it. 72 66. Nice win. And even better. And probably more importantly, this is gonna give these girls a chance to play in a swag tournament. Like that's just, you know, it's really it's the end goal for this team, if you're asking me. Get into the tournament, see what you can do if you can get there. It's beyond that, I got nothing for you. And right now we're sitting at, let me count this off. And look, I'll move this over so y'all can see it. Y'all know, I don't mind I, I don't mind showing my information. I'll show my work. But look, one, two, three, four, five, five, six. So six spot, 500 in conference. That's more wins. That's probably more wins this team has had in about two, three years. Like seven wins. Like that team is eight and 17 right now. I think last year we had five wins. Like, you know, again, yeah, for all y'all that want to say we don't like AD Sykes, nah. But uh, six wins last year. So you already have more wins you had last year. Mm, they are on pace <laughs> to really blow out that that record for the last two years. So, you know, and y'all know Coach Pillow is my girl. I'm a buddy, but just saying. Look, predicting the next look. We still getting dreams. <laughs> look, baby. And predicted to be next to last, but now talking tournament. And that's huge. Like that's really validation of the coaching hire. I, I, you know, in the moments we ride our AD, but in other moments you got to give her what's due to her. That basketball hire so far, good hire, good job. Like take a pat on the back. You know, original big girl did a good job on this one, whatever you want to call her. But she did good on that one, and right now it's paying dividends. He's pretty much the same players from last year. Like, that's the crazy part. It's not just that, oh, you know, we got a whole new team. Nah, Supers was here last year. Grizzle was here last year. Like, the other Supers, I don't think she was here last year. So, all of a sudden, you pretty much have a team that's very similar to last year that is in the middle of the pack. And you've been dead behind last for a while. So, considering that, that was huge. Now, on the other side of this, look, I joke about these zombies all the time, but look, they were not 
walking. They were actually shooting <laughs> like 73 to 85. Men's basketball gets a W, a much needed W. Like, I'm just saying, like, men's basketball, you know, yeah, we, you know, we, we talk, we talk about what the facts say it is. You know, we look at the record, we see it, we see this team is next to last in the conference, blah, blah, blah. But at the same point, what I'm not going to do is celebrate my team when they actually get some dubs. Hey, if we had more dubs, I celebrate them. But same point, look, when we get them, oh man. Now, now at this point, there's not a lot of hope they can give me. <laughs> like it's a five and twenty season right now, so ain't, ain't but so much hope you're gonna give me. But at the same point, game tomorrow against Alabama A and M, both teams. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. We got a little meeting, but I might have to sneak and get that Rattlers Plus ready. Cause uh, look, we we going to the moon. Look, I, I, I'm excited now, baby. It only takes one win. I'm telling you, I have no hopes that this team's gonna make the swag tournament. But the fact that they might win a game that gives me that much more hope. I'm telling y'all, I'm fanatical about my love for FAMU. We've won 20% of our games, but at the same point, I still love the program. I love my university. This thing's team not that great, but look, y'all gave me some hope. Y'all won yesterday. Can we get another win today? Like, can we finish out the season? These last, you know, what, four games, it, it get like mm, a nice little streak, you know, finish strong. You know, can the girls get the 10 wins? Can the boys get the seven? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> at this point, you're dead last. Well, okay, Valley's below you. You're on top of Valley. <laughs> That's not new. Like, oh, yeah, you want a cookie? You're better than Valley. Like, okay. Like, just saying, man, the swan song's here. I, I'm over here playing the music, and uh, th th this ship is sinking. <laughs> like, it's over. <laughs> like, yeah, buddy, that that ship is sailed. This, uh, you know, look, A.D. Sykes, look, I'm going to give you the, uh, I'm going to give you game before we even get started. Hey, if I was you, I know you just had a meeting with the boosters. We got a meeting coming up, you know, next couple of weeks. What I would do if I was you, I would go ahead and you know hit up Mr. Cobb and be like, hey, um, sir, uh look, y'all want to get this this meeting started by this new coach or what? Because we can go ahead and have a name and deliver, and I can look like I was being like, you know, prepared. <laughs> like I can I can make myself look real good by oh shoot. Oh, we already had a coach and hire ready. <laughs> I'm just saying, because uh <laughs> The writing's on the wall. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, bruh, it, this is business. Ain't nothing personal about it. That's what Robert Kelly and Jay-Z said. It is true. Like, and look, when they actually want to play, the dudes can surprise folks. Like, look, this team, they can do something, Mike. Like, but are they organized, Mike? Like, last year they didn't know the plays. I ain't, I ain't, that ain't, that ain't what somebody told me. That's what the coach told me. Post game. I was sitting up here like, wait, you said they didn't know the plays. It's the end of the season. How the hell they don't know the plays? <laughs> okay. This year, oh, look like we run plays. Like, at times, just like, 
it's like me and the homeboys used to do back in middle school, you know, just shoot the stuff. But as Mike said, this team, like, the crazy part is, are they a coach away or are they a couple of players away? Because you finally get a big man. Now, whoever the new coach is and will be, you need to get them quick because you got to bring back this roster. Like, you got to recruit some of these guys. Now, some of the guys, like the unicorn, they're gone. It's over. But, yeah, man. Like, yep. Get ahead of – look, I'm just saying. Get your stakeholders. Everything you missed on with the head coaching hire, man, make that a home run with the basketball hire. Because you already hit a home run with the women's coach. Like, you ain't got to stand up in it. But, you, you know, just sit up here and do your thing. Like, and honestly, I mean, if you do want to make that decision by yourself, I ain't going to lie to these likes. That's cool. Because I'll be up here like, she hit a home run on the last basketball coach in her. Like, okay. Not like we really care about, you know, going to the games, looking at the attendance. <laughs> she may want to do her own thing again. She might. But if she does, it's men's basketball. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, I want I want it. But I know how we are. Uh, if it were me, I'd have a coach ready to be named. So it looks like I have. Look, I'm just saying. Ashley, Ashley you're saying exactly what I'm saying. With the basketball hire, look. I would have that thing ready. I'm like, y'all going to lie to AD to try to make another coaching choice? Or y'all going to stay mad? Big mad. Oh, some of you, look, you already know. Some of the Ken people's big mad. Like, I'm waiting on her. Let her, let her. (laughs) But real talk, like, she's, she's really got a layup waiting on her. Like, this thing... It's pretty easy. You just gotta, you just gotta hit it. Like, you just throw it out there. You know the right way to do this. You know the wrong way to do this. You know how Rattler Nation is gonna respond if you do this for one of the the other sport. Like basketball, we we were cool with. It was all right because you kind of got somebody that has some chops. But the men's basketball. Look, and I'm just going on saying, I'm looking at Lincoln University. I keep hearing about this guy at Chicago State. I, it's a couple schools that I'm looking at. And I, I just, I fervently believe when it comes to FAMU basketball, we've seen it with Coach Gordon right now. The best coaches come from schools that just ain't got it. Like, you can't come from a larger school and scale down to FAMU and expect to have success as a football coach or basketball coach on most occasions. Very rarely does that happen. Most times, you got to have somebody that's used to dealing with less, and they come up to FAMU, and they're like, oh, this is nice. This is nice. Y'all got a gym, 10,000 seats. Boy, some of them are chair back. Man, it's all right, man. My last school, man, we had like a 1,000 seats, man. What the heck? This is nice. Like you gotta you, you gotta impress people. Like I'm just saying, you gotta get a you gotta get a naysayer that ain't never had nothing and give them fam you. Cause all of a sudden they ain't never had nothing this nice before. And they've been working like a Hebrew slave where they at and winning. Well shoot, you get them to fam you, what they gonna do? Man, shoot. I got all these supplies. I got alumni that give a damn. I can go up here and ask for some money. I might get something. Shoot. 
well, I'm about to win a slap. We ain't ready. Like, that's the kind of coach you need. You get somebody from a school like Oregon again, see what happens. It's going to be another four years. Or like, yo, his contract up? Oh, okay. Cool. He got two years. Let's go. Like, we got to be honest about this. Like, you got to get somebody from a smaller program and let them come here and build it up. Like, honestly, the football coach hire wasn't going to be a bad move, more than likely, because she actually did follow the plan. She did listen to the stakeholders. Like, just saying. Like, oh, she used the search firm for the women's coach. Might as well go back. Look, I'm just saying. You use the search firm for the women's coach, the football coach. Look, just saying. And I like what little baby said. I trust her for the men's basketball. At this point, I'm just saying. Copy and paste you did for the women's. Just saying. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the idea of getting a coach from, from my guy from Missouri, CY. But he's been at Florida State. He's been at Missouri. He's played overseas. I don't know if you want to deal with FAMU. Like, I need somebody that's coming from a Division II school that's had some success or a, another school that – may not have crazy support for basketball, but has had success to come with FAMU and be like, oh, this Lawson Center is nice. Yeah, I'm about to do some stuff here. Yeah. Yeah, we're we gonna we're gonna pack this out. Can I like I need somebody that's got that that hunger about them. Cause right now, basketball wise, I ain't gonna say Coach McCullum ain't it. But for him and FAMU is not working. That's the best way to say it because he had a formula and it worked. Like we can't take away that he's had success in the past, but his best success tends to come when he's got that lead guard that's dominant, that can do things or that he has his one or two guys he can feed. We really don't have that. And we haven't used it the right way this year. Like just saying, look, It's time to make basketball important. We got to get a good product on the court. Fill those seats. Facts. And you got to get 100. Like part of it with basketball, and I really didn't mean to go this long on basketball, but you have to take advantage of what's already there. You need to march in 100 at as many games as possible. Family basketball is better when 100 is there. Why? Because they're petty. The 100 is petty. I don't know what we put into our band. I don't know what happens, but these people are petty. And they are some of the best basketball fans out there. Some of them don't know what the hell is going on, but they are funny. Like, I'm just saying, you have not lived until somebody's fouled out of a game and the whole Marching 100 is counting that person's steps. Left, right, left, right. And the person catches on right, left. Sit down. <laughs> and you're like, dang. And you're like, the whole arena starts catching on and it bothers the other team. It's that extra advantage because then the students start getting in. Like, we got to reestablish that. We have to rebuild that. We have to work with the SWAC to get certain games at certain times. That FAMU Cookman game, got to fix that. Like, in the, this year, perfect timing. Finish the season with Cookman. Look, if, if I'm if I'm FAMU, Josh, whoever, 
look, I invite the Marching Wildcats to come up. Say, hey, y'all bring the band with you. Let's have, let's turn this into a game with a battle of the bands after. Look, you might not pack out the arena, but all of a sudden you're playing on the fact that we're natural rivals. You're playing on the fact that both bands might be there. Like all of a sudden that game, you might get a solid six, 7,000. Like that game's got a little bit of gravitas. You know, it's got a little something to it. You got to do that. Finish out, co- make Coach McCullum's what's potentially his last game a sellout. Make it something that's fun. So send him out the right way. Because it's not like everything he did at FAMU's been a failure. It's just these last two years just ain't been it. And it's not looking to change. And he's at a point where age-wise, you're just like, it's just a good time for both of us to part ways. Let's just break up. And it's just going to be one of those nice breakups. You want to stay in Tallahassee, stay in Tallahassee. If you don't, you don't. But at the same point, it's just that good point. It's a good time. And he's a good dude. Like, just saying. And look, football coach hire, guy wasn't terrible. Just wasn't what we needed right now. Look, because you see, <laughs> look, family football, we're doing something. Might as well just keep the search firm, brother, on retainer. <laughs> you know, that's not wrong, though. That's not a bad idea. Look, I'm just saying, Tambra, I ain't no marketing genius, but some things just make sense to me. Like, we love when our two bands go back and forth at each other. Like, it's fun. We have all these other things coming up. You're going to have um, the FAMU days where the kids are going to be coming up there doing preview and everything else. Take advantage of that. Like, these different alumni groups are taking kids up there. Orlando alumni, they got a bus going up there. Go check them out. They also got a scholarship. So if your kid got accepted in the FAMU, they live in the Orlando area, go look online, go apply for that scholarship. Uh, free money. Like, it's that time of year, though, y'all. Like, start getting your kids ready. Now, I did talk about football. And uh, look, this is from the FAMU website. I didn't take the pictures. I didn't make it. Uh, but Musa, Major, um, and the crew. And look, just saying. It was actually decent. Some players look better than others. I ain't gonna lie. Isaiah Major did exactly what Isaiah Major does. He looked like him. Like he's always been that guy. Uh, if you ask me, and if you were to ask me a month ago, I would have told you he's the only guy that I really think has a true shot at going to the league from this roster um, from this year, as far as like heavy rotation. But I do think um Riley and Smith turned enough heads to get some attention somewhere. Now, Musa, I don't know. Um, Musa got some major accolades, recognized the top impact player. But at a certain point, part of me just feels like the football gods, if you believe in that kind of stuff, don't want us to see Musa versus Richardson. Because that was what I, 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 that's what I came for. And Richardson gets hurt after the first play. I'm like, it's a bull. Because that dude looked like it. Like, I'm just saying, hopefully his injury is not too bad. But, shoot, that Richardson dude from North Carolina Central. I've seen him before. But, yeah, that brother, that guy. Like, there's a reason most of us were like, he was the best. Most of it had his moments. Like, 
But Musa just had his moments. He, he was even that touchdown pass is kind of fluky. Like guy catches the ball, nobody tackles him. Buddy realized what the rules are, runs and scores a touchdown. But he 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 wasn't he wasn't elite Musa. He he was just he was solid Musa. So does that help him? Maybe. Uh, do I think he gets a shot in the league? I think he gets a training camp call. Do I think he's like final quarterback on the roster? I hope so, but I doubt it. Uh, but I hope so. Right? And that's that's not me doubting the guy. That's just me saying from what I saw there. And it could be the fact that he has that connection with Raleigh that he didn't build with some of the other guys. But we're going to see because uh, he's got the arm talent. He's got throwing motion. It's just he's going to get it done. But, yeah, Marcus Raleigh with that 4 4 5 Made it had a decent catch in the game. And Eric Smith with a 439. Man. Yeah, yeah. That was that was it. And look, I thought it was just me. Cause I was like Ashley says, I thought I was just talking about like, and I love little baby. Moose ain't bad when he's on. But that's the thing. Him getting on. And that's the thing. Like you don't know when or when it'll happen. When Moose is on, he's a killer. Like. And when he can stand in the pocket and kind of get a little comfortable, I mean, uh, duh. But he can get back there. He can do some things. But can he avoid being so streaky? That's going to be the question because he's a solid quarterback. Now, (laughs) and this is kind of the what if people. All you what if Rattlers, I hear you. What if we would have just went ahead and done this coaching thing right the first time. Again, nobody's saying Sykes was wrong for trying to hire that guy as far as like him having the credentials, but the wrong fit, wrong time. Now, oh, Ashley, hoo-hoo. Yeah, Moose has the mechanics for his decision-making. You're not wrong. You are not wrong because Moose has beautiful bar mechanics. No homo. Uh, now, we got a commitment. <laughs> and I shot at Marcus Edits. But uh, Adrian Owens, linebacker, 6'2", 208. Real similar size to that guy that was um, coming out of Michigan State that committed, then backed out. He was a player at Lamar, previously committed to Jackson State. So this is what y'all Twitter streets is blowing up about? This is what the trash talks about? It's TC. TC. Oops. Thought you had one. <laughs> Cause uh oops. Look, I'm just saying it's pretty amazing to see that now that we've got our coach, this recruiting stuff to pick back up a little bit. I'm just saying. Cause uh look, oh baby. Cause I thought y'all was playing at first. I ain't even gonna lie. I saw it up here, and I believe it was Parody Rattler. I'm gonna give him credit. He had the side by side of the Jackson State commit and did the FAMU one, and I was like, oh, ho, 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 ho. like, oh yeah. I want to say that was Parody Rattler on that one. Uh, look, that that <laughs> he he be in the trash talking streets for me, uh, <laughs> and I'm seeing if I can pull it up. But uh, look. <laughs> 
I was I got a nice little chuckle out of that. It was. I gave credit to where credit was due. Boy, that thing was funny. <laughs> My boy wanted to upgrade. Like, dude, uh oh, there we go. The real update uh, upgrade on that would have been him having a picture with a swag championship and then having a picture with the celebration bowl <laughs> trophy. <laughs> oh, is John Henry official OC? Is this the news? Okay. Look, I appreciate that, Hitman. Look, every once in a while, a lot of the while, look, y'all help a brother out. And so Coach Henry stays OC. I like that, man. I like it, man. He's already there. And um, I kind of, yeah, like, we kind of got that. So if that's the word, I can't pull it up on my Twitter streets right now. But um, he pretty much hinted that the OC defensive coordinator are going to be internal hires looking for a quarterback coach because we don't have that. <laughs> um, now, it would be interesting, and I, I kind of mentioned this. I know I talked to my dad about this. What happens with Musa? Like, if the, if the pros don't be the thing for Musa, do you see him coming back to quarterback coach, finish his master's? Just saying. I, I'm going to throw it out there in the universe, you know, just – Oh, it's out there now. Uh, I don't know. I don't have it. That's reckless speculation. I don't know. I'm asking questions. But could that happen? Could we, could we get a former quarterback to come in? Like, just saying. And I love what Ashley's saying. Look, y'all was up here talking mad cash about, oh, recruiting is it's over, fam. You, it's not going to happen. It, it's it's it, no no one's ever going to come to Florida A&M University, that the recruiting is shot. They were huge. They were going to do it better than anybody else, but it's over. Oh, but the lies. Oh, the lies. Uh, look, you got you got a good coach. Look, Moose is very smart. Look, I'm saying, like, Moose is a bleeping genius. Like, the biggest thing about that is low-key, Moose is freaking smart, and that's half his problem. <laughs> Like, even Coach Simmons was like, part of the problem with Musa is that he overthinks, which we're all guilty of that. Now, the other bit of broken news that was already broken, Jordan Moore wants to coach at FAMU. This brother has said this like five times, and it looks like somebody finally listened. Uh, Moore is expected to come in as a graduate assistant. I believe he's already graduated from FAMU, if I remember correctly. Pull up his Twitter page. Pretty sure you're gonna see him on there with a stole and all that, everything like that. But this is awesome. Like, and this is going counter to everything I've ever said about FAMU not being a cradle for coaching. All of a sudden, we're becoming that. Like, all of a sudden, let's look at this FAMU coaching tree just within the past couple of years. Like, just saying, Jordan Moore came in and look, Rattler Nation, this is between you and Willie Simmons and the rest of the people there. You made this man feel so loved that he's like, no, I want to come and I want to be at FAMU. I want to at least start here. Like, and all of a sudden, you got a ready-made coach, baby. Like, start looking about this thing and look at looking at it and kind of start considering 
if if I can get him as a recruiting assistant, can I get him to come in, especially in two or three years, as a linebacker coach, recruiting coordinator? Like, can I do those things? Like, I'm just saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. Assistant head coach too? All right. All right, Coach Henry. I like that. And look, per Twitter, look, look, keep in the family develop pipe. Hello. Like, and that was one of the things that was our problem with the Fort Valley State coaching hire of bringing him in. It wasn't that he was a bad coach. The problem was we as a fan base could see it. So if I could see it and from 150 miles away that Oh crap, man, you starting something. I don't want you to mess it up. That that's the problem because all of a sudden, Chili Davis is working with the LA Rams. Well, that brother came to FAMU, did an amazing job, gets connected, goes to the NFL coaching events. All of a sudden, that brother's working in the NFL. Before him, KJ Black comes from Prairie View. Office of coordinated FAMU, does NFL fellowship, goes to the Rams. Now that brother's with the Atlanta Falcons. So all of a sudden, what you're seeing here is FAMU is a place where not only coaches are going to the NFL, but players are going to the NFL. So now this is a selling tool. This is a place that something you, as an athletic director, you sell to potential staff. Hey, I get family's not the end all be all. Like I, I wouldn't even like for me, I, I'm a, y'all. I'm so straightforward with people. I would tell them, you may want to be the head coach of family one day. You know what? That could be in your future. But you know, we have multiple coaches in the NFL who came through family, went to the NFL, did fellowships, and now they're coaching the NFL. Like that's my selling point to a coach. To a player, I'm selling. Hey. We have players that are playing in the NFL right now. Like, look at Marquise Bell starting for the Dallas Cowboys. Look at Isaiah Land on the 53 with Indianapolis Colts. Look at Xavier Smith with the Rams. And don't be surprised if, if he don't get retained there, he ends up in Atlanta. Like, all of a sudden, part of our issue with the whole coaching thing was you was effing up the process. Like, don't F up the process. The process is the process and let it be the process. You just sit up here and play your role and move stuff to make it happen. But fam, you, Lee, we treat people so good, they want to come back. Like, and it's, it's not just as a alumni base and what we give you is the love you get from fam, you. This dude, literally from Texas, all of a sudden, the day that he announces he wants to become, he's likely to become a graduate assistant, you get a commitment from a kid in Texas. That's a recruiting pipeline. Like all of a sudden, you have now had a guy who sat in, learned from Riz, potentially, but at least went through the recruiting process with him. So now I can implement some of what I saw and I can use that with the coaching staff that's already here. Like it's building upon itself. Do we have the biggest stadium in SWAC? Absolutely not. Jackson State has that. 
do we have things we need to work on? Yes. But what we have right now is one, we got the sauce as a program. Family's got the sauce. But we also have that ability to now, I got a young coach that can relate to these young players. I got a coach that, hey, Lee Joy Moore's got a kid, almost certain. Hey, I can talk to you not just as a football coach. I can talk to you as a single dad. I can talk to you from my experience. And I can point to my finger and say, I got a celebration championship, celebration bowl championship. As Jordan Moore, I can tell you what it was like to play at a Texas A&M. I can tell you what it was like to be at a junior college. I can tell you what it was like to be at all these different places and how FAMU is different and why you should come here. That's a selling point that a lot of people can't make. And I can show you why I was successful here. Like, that's something that is unique. And that's something that is part of the FAMU story. A lot of times we always talk about how things happen. Look, is it is this the news? I don't know how I feel about that. But if it is, I'm kind of cool with it. I don't know. Like, but the process is emotion. Don't muck it up, little baby. Like, let them know. Like, and look, these are some avenues for FAMU. Players in the NFL, coaches getting to the NFL, players are getting opportunities to start coaching careers. Like, where else but FAMU in the HBCU landscape is this happening? Like, this is what Jackson State had. Like, and I, and I, y'all know I don't normally talk about them, and I definitely don't um, talk about, even though his voice is at the beginning of the show. Um, I don't talk about Coach Prime. But reality, that man gave some black men opportunities. And it started at Jackson. It's continued at Colorado. Fam, you, all of a sudden, you're doing that same thing. But the difference is you delivered. You won the SWAG championship. You won the Celebration Bowl. And then, yeah, did your coach leave? Yeah. Was he just in the running for the job at Georgia State? Okay, he probably interviewed. We already knew who was going to get that job, so don't let people start lying to you because uh, they had already said that brother from Georgia was going to get that job like a week ago. And it was like, hey, Willie's in for it. Now he probably applied for it. But uh, they were going to get that job to that brother from Georgia uh, State, from Georgia the whole time. And his son's on the football team? Yeah, no, no, no. That was DOA. But um, just saying, like, and right here, I know a lot of people may not like this, but we could be a development grounds for those high school kids to get packed. Look, I already said that. Look, baby, I agree. At this point, you are, college football is turning into the major leagues and the minor leagues. And you know what? Triple A level minor league baseball ain't bad. Is that what I want to be? Absolutely not. No. I want us to be a major. But do I understand? That, and I'm a Tampa Bay Rays fan. I ain't even lie to you. But there's a difference between the Braves, the Yankees, and the Rays. But the Rays are Major League Baseball still. The Montgomery Biscuits, AAA. And I do understand we can be in one of those schools where you can either bounce up or you can come down. And that's just kind of within this new landscape of college football, understanding that is huge and it's paramount to your success. Because if you don't understand, that FAMU is becoming a place where coaches are getting great opportunities. What, what do you do with this? 
because you lost a great defensive coordinator over some bull. Like, I'll be straight up. Like, I'll call a spade a spade. We know why he didn't get the job. I understand him leaving. Like, it was disrespect from his from his standpoint. But on the other side of that, if I'm Joe Henry, I do exactly the same thing that K.J. Black did. Hey, you've been at FAMU long enough. Start. If, unless you want to just be here, and it's, you know, and if you want to stay in this space forever, do it. But if you want to go up to that next level, you need to start. If you're finishing a degree, finish. But if you're doing something else, hey, get to that NFL coaching fellowship. Do whatever. Get your name out there. You've already coached at P5 before. But get out there. Like, because as mentioned, that's your selling place as a university. Hey, we have this connection. And you start continuously making that connection with the NFL fellowship programs. Get these coaches up there, get them in front of these NFL coaches, get them these NFL experiences, and it works two ways. One, for a coach, you get an opportunity to move up. But for a university, you get the knowledge and the terminology that these people learned at the NFL coming back to your program. And so some of it becomes a cycle. And within that cycle, if you're consistently sending people up, then your program. Like, so we got to make that cycle happen and we got to make it something that is consistent because if you don't make it consistent, it's not going to work. So, but weekends like this, this is why you come to FAMU. Like, these kind of weekends, these are why you support FAMU. And now, on Thursday, we're going to kind of look at this investing in champion stuff. We're going to compare last year's package to this year's package. See what the price is looking like. And then, you know, kind of look for the for the weekend, see what's coming. So, um, but, oh, man, we got to get a couple more defensive lines. Mm-mm-mm. Did you see it? We we got a new defensive lineman. So just saying, it's good times. All right, y'all. Network. And uh, as always, let's give you things up. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, Unity. They also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does!